Your church's graphics should be excellent without being expensive. Church Media HQ is a membership that gives you access to awesome church graphics and more with pricing options that fit any budget. You can view sample graphics and learn more at churchmediahq.com. Plus, get 25% off any membership for up to a full year with the promo code BRIAN. Visit churchmediahq.com today to get started. That's churchmediahq.com. You're listening to an ongoing discussion on life, leadership, and ministry. This is the Brian Sams Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Brian Sams Podcast. This is your host, Brian Sams. And today we got a special episode. We're trying to be um, proactive and helpful in 2021. We've talked recently about church revitalization and opportunities for that. I plan to talk more about that in 2022, but along the way, we want to pass along some uh, you know, evangelistic outreach ideas with some specific ways that maybe you can engage an audience, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, I'm joined again by uh, Brother Jody Jenkins. You've heard Jody here uh, on the podcast before sharing his story about his battle with depression and how to help people with mental health issues. And Jody, welcome back to the Brian Sams podcast. We're so honored honored to be back with you again, brother. Well, Jody, uh, you know, obviously we've reconnected in the last uh, year and a half, and, and it's been inspiring to see you take a tragedy and turn it into a triumph in your life. And I'm going to leave in the show notes a, a, a link to the episode that we shared where you really shared your story. And just first of all, give us an update. How, how's things going? How, how are you doing yourself? Th- things are things are going great. Uh, uh, obviously, just watching how the Lord can can take something that seems to be terrible and turn it in and turn it into something good. Not not just not just for you, but for your family and for those around you. Uh, it's just amazing to sit back and watch Romans eight twenty eight in action, brother. Amen. All things all things work together for good to them who love God and them who are called according to His purpose. And we are we are living in that reality now. That's awesome. Well, I love some of the things that you're doing with um, different ministry ideas. You've helped me tremendously. I've used multiple uh, ministry ideas that you and your good church there have uh, come up with. And we're actually getting ready to put one into action. Uh, this episode will be released um, in February and the following month in March. Brother Jody, you're going to be with us over the weekend, and we're looking yes. forward to having you both for a Missions Emphasis Sunday and an event that we want to talk about. I want to talk to our audience today a little bit about an event that we are hosting here, an event that you have done before, an event that I would hope many people would try to take advantage of, and it's called a Night of Hope and here yes. it's going to be on a Friday night. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you envision for a night of hope at our church, River City Baptist Church? Well, folks, folks are in need of hope. And you and I know that that the hope that they're searching for is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. And what we went through personally with our depression 
I'm talking about going down to the bottom. You're talking about mental health. I mean, it, it, it was it was running rampant in me. I'm talking about a downward spiral to the point that I thought all hope was gone. I mean, mm-hmm. everything was gone. But the Lord somehow, some way stepped in and saw us through. And now, as the old prophet said, I sat where they sat. And the, the, the emphasis is this, because of what we've gone through, we know, not just, not just mentally, but, but literally, I'm talking about literally, God bringing us back from, from, from a hopeless pit of despair, we know that Jesus Christ is the answer. Amen. And what we envision in this is people who are struggling whether it's depression, whether it's just mental health issues, whether it's anxiety, whether it's worry, whether it's addictions, anything that causes them or pushes them down into a hole where they think there's no point of return, there is a point of return, and his name is Jesus Christ. And in these weekends, these nights of hope, it's our goal to share our story, to, to show people that we're not just preaching Bible truth. We're, we're showing you that the Bible truth that's being preached is the answer because of what we literally went through. And, and we're excited to share the hope that we know this world needs. People are searching for hope, but the emphasis is they're searching for that thing. When you and I know hope is a person, mm-hmm. hope is Jesus Christ. He is hope. Mm-hmm. So a night of hope is not about really my story. It's, it's not about really what we went through. It, that's just an avenue to point people to hope. And his name is Jesus. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We are saved. So our goal in these meetings is to introduce people to him, whether it's for the first time in salvation or whether it's helping his children like I was when I went through it. To, to see that he's not only the answer for our soul's salvation, he's the answer for all of life's troubles, you see. Mm-hmm. So to me, this, this goal is shining the light on the true hope, the real hope. And no matter what you're going through, he is the answer to these things. So this is our goal, is pointing people to the hope that's found in Jesus Christ. Amen. And absolutely. So what we're going to do here, it's coming up, you know, before you know it, it'll be a couple months away. And our church is going to take a strategy of using our people as the primary tools to encourage someone to come. So for instance, we're hosting a night of hope, we're promoting it, targeting it to people who have struggled with things like depression, trauma, loss, loneliness, um, you know, uh, devastation of all sorts, addictions. And we're having friends reach out to friends that know people that have been through those things and inviting them to set with them at a special dinner provided free of charge and for them to hear the inspiring message of hope found in how Jesus Christ has transformed Uh, the lives of people. So we're planning to use a testimony from one of our members, um, and we're we're planning on using, of course, you as the primary featured speaker. So 
Um, I I want to encourage people that are listening. I, I don't know that I've ever heard more talk in 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 all the years that I've been serving the Lord. I don't remember hearing just people people talking about depression, anxiety, loss, trauma, like they talk about lunch. I mean, it's like yes. it's the it's just the thing. I mean, you just hear people yes. say it all. I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. I mean, I. I would not have any statistics, but I would tell you, I would say a very large number of people that even attend my church would say stuff like that. They would just in normal conversation, not like it's a problem, uh, like well, not like it's a, 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 a potentially spiritually related problem with Christ as the answer, but as this is a something I've been diagnosed with. And it's just you know, it's, it's a demon I've got to deal with. Yes. And and I think if everybody were to be honest, this is this is this is pandemic. This is a true pandemic. This is this is something that if you hit that nerve, if you are seeking to minister to people that where they are, there's a whole lot of people that are there. And yes. you know, I'm just curious, Jody. Like I know you've done one of these events, uh, I think in North Carolina, and just with your own story, just tell it. Give us a a couple examples or just generally some of the feedback that you're getting, some of the people that are reaching out to you, some of the people that you're meeting in these meetings, just what, what's the reception like at an event like this? The reception is amazing. And what I mean by that is this, it may not be amazing in what I hear in it because of what people are dealing with. But what I mean by amazing is that it is striking a nerve right where people are everywhere i go and share my part of the story of depression i do not remember one place that i've gone and shared this story that somebody there has either gone through it going through it or they feel themselves going into it Mm. it's just it's just the way it is and by the way this is this is senior saints i'm talking about this is teenagers i'm talking about children i mean you name it this 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 effect of depression and anxiety and fear and doubt and questioning all of that it knows no limits hmm. it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter how old somebody is or how young somebody is and i'm telling you that this needs to the light needs to be shown on this on this subject and hearing you say how this is becoming like a normal conversation with people. Good for them. Good mm-hmm. for them. What mm-hmm. I mean by that, that's that's part of the secret to victory is don't try to hide it. Mm-hmm. Bring it out. Talk about it. Uh, uh, get some help. Identify yourself. Uh, I'm struggling with this. You've got to confess that. Not necessarily the man but it's a good, healthy thing to let people know, hey, I've struggled with this. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this. There's nothing wrong with it. Why is it, brother? I'm starting to get riled here a little bit. Okay? <laughs> why, why is it that, 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 that if somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, it's okay to talk about it and people respond well to that? Mm-hmm. But why do they feel like they can't let you know if they're depressed? You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Sure. It's almost like there's a stigma there that personally, I, I, I don't believe the Lord's in that, 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 that so, so some of this stuff is it's, it, some of it can be medical. 
not all of it, but some of it can be. And we need to remove the stigma of this and, 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 and make people feel safe, I guess is the right word I'm saying or wanting to say, to come out with this and say, I'm struggling in my mind. I need help. Yes. Whether it be our members in our church sitting in our pews, whether there's a pastor listening right now, don't be ashamed to say, I'm struggling. I need help. That's part of the secret to getting help. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, I'm thinking of some commercials I've seen in recent days about, you know, you know, selling medications for, you know, depression. And it used to, it seems like it used to be that the only people that, that you seem like struggle with depression and all of these things was like, for lack of better terms, like losers. You know what I mean? Like people that are just on the far fringe of society. But right. um, but that's right. not the case. That's not true. You you could have a lot of things going for you. You could have things going well with your family. You could, as in your case, have a successful ministry, and it can come yes. in, an, in an attack. And, Absolutely. And I think that part of the reason that churches have struggled with how to even engage this group is because I think it's a couple things. Number one, we we have a limited knowledge on it, and so we 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 don't talk about it. And number two, I think you know if you're not careful and you have a more legalistic approach to preaching and ministry, you're 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 going to have a very rigid view of it, and you don't even know how to talk about it in a context of grace and help and hope. You're more talking about it in a context of battling something that you think. Example, you would, you know, anytime you talk about depression or anxiety or whatever, you you would throw a throw a stone at somebody that uses medication or, hey, bless God, you know, I ain't I ain't depressed. I'm revived. Or, you know, you hear, uh, you, yes, you know brother, what I'm saying? Those absolutely. kinds of statements are not going to help anybody. And, no. and I think because, number one, we haven't, we just haven't dealt with it because we don't know, or number two, the only way we have dealt with it is through these throwing rock kind of comments. I think we need to come to a place where we find a spot to address it, and that's why I did this episode. I want to encourage you, first of all, to consider having a night of hope at your church. Secondly, and more pointedly, I want to encourage you to have Brother Jody come and help you with this. He has been, a, Jody, you have been a tremendous help to our church, um, both in your story, which, and the funny thing is, you really haven't shared your story yet at our church. You will right. in March. Right. But I think through the preaching of the Word, the faithful exposition of Scripture that you have done every time you've been here, the uh, the friendliness, the energy, uh, and the desire to help people that are broken shows. And so I'm encouraging anybody that listens, I'm going to put Jody's number, I'm going to put his web address, his email address in the show notes of this, and I want to encourage you to just get this thing on the calendar at some point. Now, practically speaking, we are doubling it up with our Missions Emphasis Sunday. So we're doing a Friday night, Night of Hope, Sunday Missions Emphasis, where Jody will be speaking a couple of times and so, but that's only part of the story. I want to talk about, because people say, well, well, what are you going to do with these people? Well, the encouraging thing about Night of Hope is there is a follow-up plan of action. And Jody, tell us about 
the Bible study, the curriculum, the follow-up process that we are going to kind of pilot right here in Jacksonville? Yes. Well, obviously, these these Nights of Hope is like an introduction uh, where we're hoping to see people saved, hoping to see people with a little bit of hope trying to birth in their heart, you see. But then after that, uh, we want to leave a prepared curriculum with the pastor of the church, like we're going to be doing with you, uh, that's that's written specifically to help folks. What about now? In other words, if they come to the Night of Hope, then 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 that pastor can offer this this prepared curriculum that's kind of a work in progress, if you will, uh, uh, with what we're going to include, what we're not going to include with that, uh, to where you can have a small group, you can have a Sunday school class, whatever you choose to, to call it, another night of the week, whatever, where you try to get these people together and, and teach them Bible principles with topics and different things that will plow on the road that they're on. Uh, so we're excited about not just doing the Night of Hope, but leaving this curriculum into the hands of that pastor, and 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 he will have an ongoing uh, uh, discipleship training encouragement. Really, it's it, it's a Night of Hope extended into weeks of hope, is what I'm saying. Yes. So 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 we're excited about that because that would be something. That would be like ongoing days and nights of hope where these folks who are coming to get help. Hey, folks who need hope, they know other people who need hope more than likely. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 one of that's one of the benefits of doing an extended class after the initial service of hope there to get people to invite people to it, getting there because everything that's going to be taught is going to be applicable. Uh, maybe not to everybody in the room every time they come, but there's going to be certain things that they're going to be dealing with, no question about it, that's going to be a long-term hope for them. Yeah, the way I'm going to do it, Jody, is that night when we have our service and our dinner, I'm going to have a launch date, and I'm going to I'm going to sell it like a support group. Um, this is a River City Baptist support group for those in need of hope. And I'm going to say we're going to meet you know, once a week on Saturday morning, Friday night, or Wednesday yes. or something, and for ten, the next 10 weeks, we are going to build your faith in what you learned about tonight. From there, Amen to that. From there, I would hope to engage them into the regular kind of community of the church. So, man, I just think it's just an airtight opportunity. We've worked together privately on the the, the content of the curriculum, and I'm excited to see this 10-week Bible study released uh, in March here at River City Baptist Church. So uh, if you have an interest in this, I want to encourage you to reach out to me or Jody. Uh, if we, you would like to hear us talk together with you, come together to you, um, we'd be happy to. I just, I just think you'll be so yes. encouraged, uh, and you'll really be able to reach a sector of your community that absolutely exists. Here's the thing, Jody. It doesn't matter if you are in the ghetto, in the suburbs, inner city, up in, low in, high class, low class. Every sector of society has battles with mental health like like never before. So if you want to reach people, this would be a virtually unreached people group. So I appreciate that. Jody, any final word on the Night of Hope or the way you would like to encourage these churches or leaders about possibly um, getting involved in this? 
Well, the good Lord willing, my wife and I uh, are writing a book together, and the good Lord willing, your place is going to be the first place who gets it. Nice. And in that in that book, uh, uh, I've read through my wife's part. Really, it's my wife's book. Okay, <laughs> I mean she, she she's written it because she remembers a lot of the details more than I do. But what what we've done is she has written the part. I've written the part. And it's interesting, if I counted it correctly, we both have 16 lessons that we share. So that's a that's a total of 32 lessons together. So some of them kind of kind of intermingle together of just lessons that God is teaching us and has taught us through our time of darkness. And that is going to be a great resource, I believe, uh, to leave into the hands of people. That would be even part of the curriculum that you could pull from. You see what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Uh, uh, so, so, so we're excited about that. Uh, uh, please know that if you're listening, we would be honored to come and try to help you reach this this people group wherever you are. Because I echo what Pastor Brian said: they are there among you, friends. There's no doubt about it. No question about it. They're with you. Mm-hmm. Some of them are in your churches. Absolutely. But no doubt, they're in your communities. And this is a way, especially with COVID going on, all this, all this, I mean, just what's going on, all the question marks today, this is a time that we can capitalize and point people to Jesus Christ. He is the answer. We know it. And we're excited to be part of this. And I want to praise him today that he has delivered us and we give him honor and glory today. And he's using us to try to help others. So Pastor, I want to thank you for inviting us to come to be with you in March. We're looking forward to it, and we really believe God's going to use this thing in a great way. Amen, my brother. Well, thanks for joining us, Jody. And to the audience, we say thank you for listening to the Brian Sands Podcast. We hope that this talk will inspire your church to greater outreach in 2022. God bless you. Until next time.